Paul don't have to take me an offering every time I come either. But I thank you for it. God bless you. All right. Colossians 1 and 12. Uh, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life who had delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sin who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature <clears throat> for by him were all things created that are in heaven that are in earth visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things and by him all things consist <coughs> and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence for it pleased the father that in him should all fullness dwell having made peace through the blood of the cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him I say whether they be things in heaven <coughs> me, or things in earth or things in heaven and I would like to talk to you about this big word in verse 18 that in all things he might have the preeminence. That's Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And it means one thing to have the preeminence in something. And that's to excel or to exceed all others. Amen. But this man, Jesus, is different <clears throat> people compete in the olympics and and someone comes out uh, eminent amen but uh, nobody is eminent in all things but jesus christ let me read that phrase to you again the latter part of the 18th verse that in all things he might have the preeminence amen Christ excels all others in all things. Amen. And that's just giving him justice. Amen. It belongs to him. We're not flattering him to say that. It just belongs to him. When I think about Jesus, the Son of God, praise God, he's been higher than anybody he come from God the Bible said he went back to God amen he's been lower than anybody and returned because he has the keys of death 
and hell. Amen. Amen. He was before anybody else because he is the beginning. And he will be after everybody else because he is the end. And because I live, ye shall live. We live by him, both naturally and spiritually. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. In him we live and move and have our being. Praise God. And uh, in him when life's over, we will, as it were, sleep in Christ Amen. And since he is the resurrection, amen, he's not just the cause of it, he is the resurrection. And after resurrection, he is the life Amen. So figure it any way you will, but Jesus Christ has the preeminence. And since he has the preeminence, amen, we need to pay him attention. Amen. Yes. We need uh, reverence and godly fear in our hearts for the Son of God. Jesus spoke and said that men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. Praise God. Yes. We don't need to act like that we'll take what Jesus says and put it in with what we think and put it in with what the Democrats think and the Republicans think and every church denomination and mix it all up and hope to come out with something. Don't mix what Jesus says with anything or with anybody, it stands alone. Amen. And I, I feel like it's very important that we know the Father. Amen. Praise God. Because the Bible says that, uh, let's see if I can turn to John chapter 17 and and I believe it's verse 3. Amen. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. It's, it's important that we know God, that we know who he is. We don't have to know all about him. We couldn't. It's impossible. That's where some people stumble. They think since they can't figure him out that maybe the ain't one. Well, he's the maker of your mind. And it'll be hard for the mind to figure out what made him. Amen. That's going the wrong way. Amen. He knows your mind so well till he knows your thoughts far off. He knows what you're going to think tomorrow, I tell you. He knows what you're going to think before you think it because he knows what's in your heart. Amen. I hope you don't think I'm going off the deep end. I have chapter and verse for everything I've said this far. Amen. Hallelujah. He knows what's in man. Praise God. But this Jesus, among the other wonderful things, 
that he did for us, amen, that he was and that he had, Jesus Christ holds the preeminence in knowledge. Amen. Knowledge of all things and knowledge of God. Amen. The Bible said the secret things belongs to, to the Lord. And the things that are revealed belong to us and our children. Don't throw away what's been revealed to you because you don't know all about it. Hold what you've got. It's very precious. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you know the Bible says that no man hath seen God at any time but his Son which is in the bosom of the Father hath declared him to us. Declared means to make plain. Amen. To just make plain. Amen. You know, I was brought up in the cotton fields back in Oklahoma and we were just common folks, just like y'all are here in Buckeye Holler. We had a lot of sayings that fit us there. When somebody would try to explain something complicated to us, we didn't understand it at all. We'd tell them it's clear as mud. Amen. Clear as mud. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Well, I'd like to tell you today that since Jesus Christ has the preeminence and since Jesus Christ declared the Father to this world, whether the Father and the Godhead is clear to you or not, that's the way He is. You say, why, preacher? Because He that has the preeminence said so. Amen. Praise God. There's where we're not saved by reasoning. We're saved by faith. Amen. By faith are you saved. Come on. Amen. Here goes back to that scripture that a bunch of us holiness folk has just given to the Baptists and say that's a Baptist scripture. Well, I won't tell you. Uh, I don't see any difference in the Baptist scriptures and the Methodists and the holiness and the Pentecost. They say, what I say to one, I say to all. Is that the way y'all read it? Amen. But to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And that is the truth. And that is the whole truth. I tell you, all you need to know about heaven and God and eternity and everything, praise God, it's in Jesus. <clears throat> Believe Him. Not just something He said. The difference in believing something He said and Him is, if you just believe something He said, you'll pick out something that uh, you think suits you and put your own interpretation to it and let the rest of it go. But if you believe on Him, then whatever He says, then, yeah, yeah, praise God. Uh, we sing a song sometime, if Jesus said it, I believe it. His Word cannot lie. If it's written in the Bible, I'll believe it till I die. Somebody said, well, it ain't reasonable. I've heard, uh, 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 and please uh, excuse me, but uh, I, praise God, I live in a world of reality. I don't live in a world of dreams. I live in a world of reality. Praise God. 
And I've heard both the oneness folks and some of the Trinity folks say, well, that, that Godhead business just don't make sense. Well, who says it has to? I'd like to tell you about some other things don't make sense. A few years ago, somebody got to explain to me the, the metric system. They said it's the only way that really makes sense. They said uh, 12, uh, 12 inches equals a foot in that system, and 3 feet equals a yard, and nothing comes out even, they said. And they said in a metric, you just keep going on tens and, and tens and principle of tens and tens. Well, I'd like to ask you all something, praise God. Why is there 365 days in three years and then the next one has, has uh, 366? And then every... 400 years, you have to drop that leap year and you have seven whole years in line with 365 days. I'm asking you a question. I'm talking to you, amen. Why didn't it come out on even tens and hundreds and thousands and zeros? They tried to do that to begin with. And it ended up, praise God, the first of the year got to be way over in the spring. They got way out of line. I, I believe I can tell you why it don't come out right. We don't have the whole story together. Over in a very small corner of the universe is planet Earth. Amen. And there's a lot of things out there bigger than planet Earth including the God that made it all. Amen. There will be a day we will know even as we are known. Come on. But up till then, we just have to do the best we can with what we've got. Amen. And could I preach some more? I read where that, uh, the Bible speaks about Judas. He obtained part of this ministry. Then I read where Paul said, we, we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Here's what gets wrong with man. When he knows all that he can know, he gets a big head and thinks he knows it all. No, we only know what we can know. That's allotted to us, and that's all. And we only know parts until we get the rest of it. We, we Praise God, things won't come out even. And, and could I preach to you that uh, there's a blessed promise in the Bible, and it adds up to this. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Amen. Someday we will see Him as He is. Amen. There's a difference in the Father and the Son because every eye will see the Son. Come on. Even those that pierced Him will see Him. But it takes the pure in heart to see God. Why can't we just know that part and accept it by faith and just acknowledge that God's Son has the preeminence over us and what we don't know, He does. Amen. 
Oh, glory. Uh, Christianity would be so much more simple if we didn't complicate it. Amen. If we didn't read the New Testament and say things like this. Do you reckon they translated that right? And it'll surprise you how many of our preachers do not believe in the King James translation. I mean, they say they do, but did you ever hear them uh, a chewing that Hebrew and a spitting that Greek? Amen. In the Greek it says this. Well, thank you, I'm not a Greek. I don't know nothing about Greek. Come on. Amen, it's not my native tongue. And I just thank God for men that God used years ago before I was ever born. Amen. Praise God. And they translated the Bible out of, uh, out of the original Greek. Amen. And translated into English. Amen. Which the church leaders at that time said it was impossible. Said the English language was too vulgar to translate the Bible into. Come on, help me preach. Amen. Well, ain't that a sight? And I never read nowhere in the Bible that you had to learn Greek before you could be saved. Amen. In fact, I've had a time. My little peanut brain, I guess I'd say, had been so small till, till I was, I, I'd preached many years before I, I uh, realized that they may not even speak English in heaven. Amen. Because the only language that was plain to me was English. Amen. And, and it ain't too plain unless it has an Oklahoma accent. Amen. Come on. Amen. But oh, oh, I read in the Bible about a pure language. Amen. Hallelujah. And I heard a good brother testify many years ago. Praise God, I preached his funeral when I was 25 and maybe he was 75 or, or more. Amen. Praise God. And he would testify he was a German and couldn't speak English too well, kindly broken. He would testify that that man came into the wedding supper without a wedding garment on. And the master uh, asked him, Friend, how comest thou in here without a wedding garment? And old brother Barth said he stood there speechless. And he'd say, You know why? He had never learned that Holy Ghost language. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe there's a pure language of the Spirit. Amen. Praise God that can speak to our hearts and everybody understands. I believe, come on, help me. I believe if the Spirit gets a hold of the preacher right and the Spirit gets a hold of the people right, it don't matter what language you speak. Amen. It'll all come clear while the Holy Ghost is speaking. Amen. And the Bible said, if any have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Let me tell you, we ain't going to go to heaven on our knowledge or our wisdom. Amen. We're going to go because we receive the Son of God into our hearts. 
by faith. Glory be to God. And I tell you, he has the preeminence in all things. Amen. You remember when he come to the tomb of Lazarus? He was talking with Mary and Martha. And uh, he finally asked them, where have you laid him? They had said, Master, if you'd have been here, our brother had not died. They believed him that far. If you'd have just been here, our brother had not died. Amen. Praise God. He said, where had you laid him? And they began to explain to him how long he had been dead. He's been dead four days, and by this time he's thinking, amen. He just went to the grave. He wept with them on the way. Then he just went to the grave, amen, and he said, roll away the stone. And they explained to him some more about reality of death. And he tried to tell them about the reality of life. Amen. (laughs) I love you good. But he knew more about death than they did. But he never come to teach us death. Can you say amen? He come to bring us life. Well, are you going to shout or not? Amen. He came to bring us life. Amen. Amen, and yes, and life more abundantly. Amen. And Jesus said to them when he said, roll stone away, and they explained to him again, he's been dead four days, but this time he stinketh. He said, didn't I tell you that your brother would rise again? They had done talked about that back over the way. Amen, and they agreed with him. He'll arise at the resurrection of the last day and Jesus said to them I'm the resurrection let me ask you did he know what he's talking about was he off of his box had he lost his marble when he said I am the resurrection hallelujah oh he has a preeminence there too Amen. Whether you live or whether you die or whether you wake up in eternity, Jesus Christ will have the preeminence. All power is given unto Him. I'm not preaching anything new to you. You may have heard that somebody said I was a oneness. Well, praise God. I heard that too. <laughs> Praise God. Have I said enough? I heard that too. Yeah. Probably somebody said that. Amen. And it's it's just because I'm in love with Jesus. And I've told people and I told y'all tonight. All you need to know about God is 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 Jesus and He'll tell you the rest of it. Well, praise God, I'm going to leave Jesus right there at Lazarus' tomb just a little bit after he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, Praise God, if a man believe on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. Praise God. Did you know in the Old Testament, God gave ten commandments. Amen. And then perhaps some others. Amen. But did you know, and bless your heart, I hope you love me enough to 
I praise God for listening to me and not get shook up. In the New Testament, God the Father only gave one commandment. Just one. And that's all. You say, Brother Havis, now I hear somebody say, come on now, Brother Havis, you're, you're playing tricks on us. Not a bit. I'm as sincere as I can be. Amen. When I tell you in the whole New Testament, God just gave one commandment. And that is when He spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye Him. Hear, hear ye Him. Amen. Jesus said, All things are delivered to me of my Father. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. You talk about heaven, He's the way. Amen. You talk about a resurrection morning. He is the resurrection. Without Him, that day wouldn't be no more than any other day. It's Him. Amen. And He finally got him to roll that stone away from Lazarus' tomb. And when He did, He prayed a little prayer for their sake. Father, I know You hear me always. Amen. And then the resurrection said, is that all right for me to call him the resurrection? <laughs> then, <laughs> I've just got to preach it that way for it to have full effect. Then the resurrection cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. Woo! Well, are you going to shout? Amen. Well, if you swallow this, I'm a preaching, you will shout. I'll guarantee it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we had prayer for a good sister out in Oklahoma. Amen. And she had uh, the crippling type arthritis. She was down so far till uh, she couldn't do her housework. She couldn't do anything. Amen. Suffered all the time and finally called us to come to her house to pray for her during the revival. And as we prayed for her, the scripture came to me where it says, uh, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, let me skip down a ways, in my name they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. <laughs> Not maybe. They shall recover. Amen. I quoted that to her. Amen. And it wasn't long she is back in church and clapping her hands even and uh, praising the Lord. And, and you know, us holy folks, we like that healing. I mean, that kind that you feel it and it healed you right then. But the Bible said they shall recover. And I'll tell you, if you believe what I'm preaching tonight, you will shout. You will shout. You can't, you can't keep from shouting. Your soul will rejoice. And, and I'll tell you, when the resurrection calls on the dead, the dead has to come forth. Amen. Am I right, all you Bible readers? Oh, I know I'm among people that reads the Bible. You've been reading it for years and you know it says that he that was dead uh, came forth, praise God, and he was bound hand and foot 
Somebody said he walked out. How could you with your feet tied up? But when the resurrection calls you, you got to go. Amen. You will go. Amen. I don't think he even had to hop, you know, like this to, to keep the binds together. When he says, come, you just go, brother. Praise God. And he got him out there on the outside. And then he said to them, loose him and let him go. Turn him loose. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I'm a preacher, Jesus Christ has the preeminence in all things. God gave it to him. His Father gave it to him. Amen. Yes, not only all powers delivered to me, both in heaven and earth, Jesus said, but he also said all things are delivered me and my Father. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, I guess I've preached about long enough. Amen. Do you know my Jesus? Is he yours? Amen. I've got so far along in this, Brother Wade, till I'm actually preaching that there's a line that divides who's saved and who's lost. Amen. And uh, y'all don't mind, I'd like to read that to you. I might help when I see your life. Well, the Bible said he would judge us. I praise God that we be judged by that man whom he has ordained, even Jesus Christ. Could I read to you the good side of the line from Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 24? Ephesians 6 and 24. And there will not be a one lost that's in this category. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Hallelujah. That's it, brother. If you love him, it'll take in all of his commandments. It'll change your life if you love him. Come on. Grace. You can't be lost in grace. Help me while I preach. You must fall from grace. And you must fail grace to be lost. I believe you can. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in doing it. But I believe you can fail the grace of God. But brother, you can't go to hell in grace. Amen. You've got to get yourself out of grace to be lost. Come on. Well, hallelujah. It's kind of quiet. Let me read you the other side of that line. And that's in... uh, 1st Corinthians and 16th chapter I believe and the 22nd verse if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ let him be anathema and that is a curse one side of the line is a curse on the other side of the line is grace it don't make no difference who you are or what you believe when you stand before God it'll depend on which side of that line you're on amen grace to them that love the Lord and a curse to those that don't well I've done the best of preaching it's been kind of quiet but you can hear me folks didn't shout me down you could hear what I was saying and did you get the message <laughs>
<laughs> that I'm a preaching Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And him crucified, the son of the living God, the very image, the express image of God. Amen. Praise God. He is the word of God made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father. It's so good to be with you tonight. Amen. You just remember if the biggest preacher you ever seen that can preach till he sways everybody. If he come against this one that has a preeminence, you just remember that Jesus Christ still has the preeminence. <laughs> Could I tell you about a Texan? You know, they tell big stories in Texas. I don't know if y'all heard any of them or not but uh being brought up in Oklahoma I heard a lot of Texas stories and I know a lot of Texans amen they said one big Texan when he died they said he was so big they couldn't find a casket to bury him in but they let the wind out of him and buried him in a matchbox <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. But let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is not a bunch of wind. Jesus Christ is not a bunch of wind. And I want to tell you, the most of humanity is a bunch of wind. Especially when it comes to spiritual things. Woo! Well, I, I guess if there's any shouting done, I may have to do it myself. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Did you know the Bible said, men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. You put them in a balance together, and they're lighter than vanity. When you go to weigh them on the scales, if you ain't careful, they'll just float off without the wind hardly blowing. Amen. Don't put your faith in that. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. You'll never be disappointed if you'll trust in the Lamb of God. God bless you, Brother Wade. So good to be with you. Amen.